Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Russell Stone is with us, CEO, owner at Scranton Financial. Nice to see you, Russell. Thanks for being here. So we're tacking on to the losses we saw on Friday. Is this the end of that rally that people learned to love? Yeah, I always get to bring the bad news, unfortunately. Um, yes, it is the end of that 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 market rally. Uh, short and brief, it started in June, it ended, uh, it's expected, and the things that you would expect and what if you're assuming or you're expecting a bear market, the things that we would expect in that environment are exactly what we're getting. So is that obviously what we're seeing in commodities? We're seeing energy selling off, for example. Um, the markets are coming off. And we're seeing the 10-year note for the first time above 3% in some time. Um, your thoughts on that with bond yields moving higher? Yeah, think about that. The six-month all the way to the 30-year are all above 3% as we speak. Uh, that is a telltale sign of, an, you know, it's a flat yield curve, uh, inverted yield curve uh, at any moment. And it's just a bigger sign of things to come. Uh, right now, when you see the, uh, the labor market, the labor participation rate is going down, not up. You're seeing the repossession rates on cars, estimated about 15,000 cars a day. Uh, what you're seeing in um, the government, uh, they're spending money at breakneck speed uh, in an environment where they should be pulling back on spending. They're doing the exact opposite of what they should be doing. So what's got to change? I mean, what do we need to see? First of all, we know the Fed has been hawkish. We don't really expect much of a change on Friday. When we hear from Jay Powell out of Jackson Hole, likely to continue to talk about rate hikes in September and the two meetings following this year. Uh, I agree with Adam Schiff in this category. I believe that the Fed has to get more aggressive with rate hikes. You, you, it's kind of like, you know, the medicine is higher interest rates to beat back inflation. Uh, we have to get our balance sheet back in order, and, and we're not going to do that by spending money on the federal side and raising rates just a little at a time. Even though a half a point seems like a lot, we need to be more aggressive sooner uh, than less aggressive later. Understood. So at this point now, when you're putting together a portfolio, what would you suggest? I mean, is cash something you're interested in or is it buying something that has dipped down? I mean, there are still some real dogs still well off their highs. Yeah, there, there's, I mean, it's tempting to go after the opportunities because you see something on sale and you're like, wow, that's a great deal. But it may not be a good deal relative to the environment we're in. And I would say resist the temptations to buy low, buy the dip. Uh, stay away from that because this, the markets aren't going to be very, very clear. We're not going to have clear signals for quite some time. So quite honestly, I would stick with cash in the form of a money market account that only buys U.S. Treasuries. I would um, add more to my gold and silver, physical gold and silver, not gold certificates, not silver certificates. Uh, I would have a short-term strategy that is more cash-oriented, a long-term strategy that is Keep the good ones that you have, ditch the bad ones that you have in your portfolio, uh, and, and play the, the, the short game more seriously and just kind of uh, guide the long-term plan uh, a little bit with a lot more caution. We're going down a lot further than, than what they're projecting. We're going down at least another 40%. So when you, t you mentioned gold, and is that, would you do alternatives of some sort? I, I like because the, uh, the the number of um, physical ounces of gold to paper ounces of gold is about 113. The number of physical 
uh, silver to paper silver is about almost 400. So the, there's a lot better deal on silver and it's priced really good right now. And don't buy it for the price now because it's probably gonna go down further as the economy contracts. Buy it for where you think the price is gonna go and that is considerably higher. In fact, the, right, the dollar right. gold, silver gold ratio is 91. Historically, it's about 16. And then the big picture, you are concerned about the nation's debt and where we're spending our money, big picture. And in the meantime, you're seeing new car sales dropping. You're seeing consumers dipping into the savings accounts because they're facing this high inflation. Um, what's your takeaway? What would you like to see change um, that could improve the financial situation? Well, first, don't expect it to change quickly. It's going to have to change slowly over time as we change the mindset of the government from being spenders uh, to being you know, much more prudent with their balance sheets and their taxation. Uh, and the consumer is going to have to accept some hard medicine. Uh, taxes are probably going to go up. Uh, other things are going to happen in regards to student loans. Uh, that's a big, big issue. That's preventing a whole block of people from entering into the economy. So right now, the government uh, has to get out of the way. The consumer has to uh, have a long-term strategy to protect their assets. Don't go into debt right now. Put off buying a new car if you have to. Don't buy a house right now because the markets are way too high in the housing market. Uh, and just ride it out. Uh, your grandparents are good people to talk to because they did this in the 30s. Beck, can I make one point, wow. Nicole? Back in the 30s, yeah. the dollar was backed by gold. Right. And we had a credit collapse that we could sustain because our dollar was backed by gold. Our dollar is no longer backed by gold, but by fiat or by debt. So we don't we are not prepared for this in the same way we were in the 1930s. Understood. Russell, thank you for the chat. We appreciate it. Some good perspective. No. There. Russell Stone, CEO, owner at Scranton Financial. Thanks, Russell.